It's K-Fire 843, Guns of the 701, and once again, spoons made me fat, therefore I shall not only sue the spoon manufacturer, but the food into which I sank the spoon, they're to blame. <laughs> of course, Todd, that only makes sense, right? Yeah, I mean, come on now. Every I'm going to sue every ice cream manufacturer, too, because they provided the thing that got inside me that yeah whatever you get the drill God, so I can, uh. what todd's talking about here is uh the family of a man who died in a in a mass shooting in 2021 in a fedex facility in indy he and and two other survivors uh they're suing the magazine distributor uh, american tactical incorporated uh, alleging the company used reckless marketing tactics that target young men who are at risk for violent behavior I went on ATI's website. I didn't see any marketing towards uh, young men who are at risk for violent behavior or potential mass shooters. Um, I didn't see any ice cream manufacturers either, but that didn't stop that. But anyway. (laughs) (laughs) Well, if this works, you might want to sue out of whatever ice cream manufacturer it is. The lawsuit lawsuit accuses ATI of of failing as a distributor for providing... Violent people access to purchase high-capacity magazines, um, which would allow for the weapon to fire off dozens of rounds without reloading. They, they say that the ATI is well aware that their magazines are instruments of mass killing, and they have no problem uh, direct marketing directly to these people with horrific intentions. This, uh, I think the guy's name is Gurinder Singh Baines. He's the son of, of uh, the Mr. Singh who was killed in the shooting. But, you know, Todd... Um, Furthermore, this 19-year-old who did the shooting, he just fired randomly in the parking lot, right? And then goes into the building and killed four more. So what I would say if he wants to sue somebody is sue FedEx because magazines are a legal product. Um, and I haven't seen any marketing of any firearm or gun magazine towards mass shooters. That's got to be one of the most ridiculous things ever. But FedEx didn't protect their their employees properly, and, and FedEx bans their employees from carrying guns. So... I think if he's looking to sue anybody, it should be FedEx for failing to protect their employees and infringing on their right to, to bear arms. Well, if he shot out in the parking lot, I think we need to sue the asphalt manufacturer and, uh, you know, the company that paved the parking lot while we're at. Good grief. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I think and he should not sue the fence. Maybe move. the fence manufacturer needs smaller chain link fence so we can't get the <laughs> firearms. Kevlar fences. <laughs> <laughs> Kevlar. Watch out, Dakota Fence. <laughs> yeah. Well, and there's there's one actually there's one other thing in here that's uh, being left out of the article, and that's the Protection of Lawful Commerce in Arms Act. Now that was passed in 2005 under the Bush administration with really resounding um, support in both the Senate and the House at that time. It, it sailed through there pretty easy, and basically. It makes it impossible, and it's been upheld several times already in in appellate courts, in federal courts, and, of course, in the Supreme Court, where you can't sue a manufacturer for a legal produced product like that. That was the whole point of the Protection of Lawful Commerce and Arms Act. Essentially, what happened here is um, they're they're mad. It's emotional for them, and they decided to go after this uh, American Tactical Corporation. Not just that. They've listed the, the marketing director, Joe Cabalbro, Tony DeCharo, 
and um, Schmeiser GmbH themselves, who is the actual manufacturer of these magazines. Now, I have heard some arguments that uh, it only protects the firearms and nothing else, and that's not true. Uh, there's already a case that has been thrown out in Colorado, I believe it was. Yeah, the Brady Center brought one in the 2012 Aurora, Colorado shooting. They sued Lucky Gunner. It was an online store where the ammunition was purchased, and the federal judge at that time, Richard Paul Motch, he dismissed the charges. And in that, he actually referenced the protection of lawful uh, commerce and arms act. So, I mean, they can try this. I don't know if it's going to happen. I do want to note that in that particular case, the judge also ordered the plaintiffs, which was the Brady Center, to pay the legal fees for Lucky Gunner's defense. So I was glad to see that, too. Uh, that's kind of going on tort reform, really. So, yeah, I mean, they world, I guess. I mean, nothing stops anybody from bringing civil civil lawsuits. Uh, if anyone knows that better, it's Trump. Anyone can make a civil lawsuit against you, right or wrong. But I, I don't think this case is going to go anywhere. And I think that, again, the Supreme Court, as in the past, will uphold that particular act that was passed in 05. And it just proves why we did it. Um, back, back then, there was oh, New York, Chicago. There were several cities that were suing, like Smith & Wesson, Ruger, and just about every single gun manufacturer out there with, by the way, the same lawyers that took on Big Tobacco. They used that basically same team of lawyers to go after and the same tactics that they went after Big Tobacco. Does that mean you sue Bick? Yeah, evidently. Because <laughs> <laughs> that That's cigarette ridiculous. doesn't smoke itself, I'm just saying. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Maybe the Tight <laughs> manufacturer. Maybe you go after the convenience store that sold you the cigarettes. You know? <laughs> really? And my uncle that got me to smoke the first time when I was a kid and all that stuff. 849, it's guns in the 701 here on K-Fire. Texas Governor Abbott signing some key Second Amendment bills into law. What did he do? Yeah, he uh, basically here he signed ahead, a couple of great ones. Go, yeah, he... he uh, um, one of them is House Bill 2837, and it's uh, we did the same thing here in North Dakota. Prohibits financial institutions and credit card companies from requiring the licensed dealers to use a firearm-specific MCC. Now, if you don't know what that is, it's a merchant category code, and everybody has one as far as a generalization. I think it always went under you know outdoor and rec or something like that as, as far as a firearms purchase. and. What happened in this is the gun control advocates, they basically got out there and beat the drums and got the International Organization for Standardization, which is the ISO, to create a unique merchant category code just for firearms dealers. Well, twofold on that. Basically, it's, it's illegal to do that, and it's very discriminatory against one group of people that purchase a certain item that's lawfully manufactured, and it could by de facto create a registration within the United States. And I think the whole point of this was that they wanted to really try to go forth the feds and hand it off to a private organization or a private entity or private businesses to go ahead and create this and just hold on to it, being they are actually barred from having a registration by federal law. So, you know, as always, they look for the go-around on it. But, yeah, right now um, Abbott signed that, and they, they joined Texas, joins Florida, Idaho, Mississippi, Montana, West Virginia, and North Dakota, who has this protection now for the people uh, in their states. So I'll let, I'll let Jamie touch on the rest of them. 
Yeah, so the next one has got the House Bill 3137. Of course, another uh, Republican bill. Democrats will never do anything like this. It expands the state's firearm preemption law to prohibit municipalities and counties from requiring firearm owners to obtain liability insurance, which uh, California-style local regulations, they let you do that there. Um, sadly, Clay, correct me if I'm wrong, North Dakota, we had this up, but it did not pass, correct? Yep. Pass in yeah, North Dakota, unfortunately. It's, it's, yeah, I mean, we got some good ones passed, but there was also a lot of them that didn't, so... But hey, kudos to, to Governor Abbott for signing that, and and their and their uh, legislators for getting this passed. It's a great piece of legislation. Maybe next time around we can get it done here. Eight fifty two. K fired guns in the seven hundred one shooting ranges should stay out of the culture wars. Uh, does that include those blue beer cans as targets or no? <laughs> Just want to be on the right side of this uh, whole thing here. I don't want to. Depends on what cool. range. <laughs> <laughs> So yeah, this Chad Loader, who's a well-known uh, left leftist activist and, in his words, quote, anti-extremist researcher, uh, he likes to pour through through data and find dirt on on right wingers. Um, a lot of them have faced legal problems as a result of, of his actions. And Loader claims his efforts are essential to bringing violent offenders to justice. But uh, people with common sense call what he does harassing, cyber stalking, and doxing. Uh, so you can imagine this guy doesn't have a lot of people on the, on the right side of the political uh, spectrum here. But So him and some friends go to this gun range in San Diego for a birthday party. And guess what, Loader? Uh, Loader's location was tweeted uh, was tweeted by a popular right-leaning Twitter account because somebody at the, he's saying somebody at the gun range tipped him off that this uh, leftist anti-gunner, anti-Second Amendment prohibitionist, I was doxing right wingers and trying to trying to get them shut down. Got it turned on him, and now now he's out crying and hollering about it because it's the tables got turned on him, right? So now he doesn't like that, and <laughs> I think it's great because they've been doing this to right wingers and Republicans for years, and now when we start doing it back to them, now all of a sudden they're worried. Well, I'm worried about our safety. They might have got our information. Wow, really? I think, Todd, you probably had a little bit of that happen to you when Dapple was going on. Nah, um, not no. a bit. Yeah. yeah. Wrong. What gets me about this, Todd, here's what gets me about it. Um, the author of this article, Jennifer Sensabaugh, she's a firearms instructor, she thinks this, uh, it's a bad idea to do this. You know, instead of, you know, we should just open, be open to these people coming to gun ranges and, and leave them alone and, and just let the left-wingers. I, I, think, I think left-wingers should build their own gun ranges, Todd. Because the Democratic Party as a whole and their supporters who elected the meat puppet we have in the White House right now, that, that almost exclusively the anti-Second Amendment Party. They want to the prohibition of the Second Amendment is their goal, and now we're supposed to let these people come into gun ranges and learn how to shoot and use their guns and exercise their Second Amendment rights? No. If you guys don't want us exercising our First Amendment rights, you don't get your Second Amendment rights. I, I think this author is way wrong on this. Um, I'm all in favor of Ben. Build your own gun ranges if you want. We got to build our own social media sites. You guys can build your own gun ranges. That's a great yeah. point. And it's not the first time that this uh, particular author has written this way. And I'm in agreement with Jamie. You know what? Why should we give them people any access when they want to destroy our Second Amendment? I could care less about them. And I guarantee you, you're not going to change their mind by introducing them to the to the sport of shooting. So. Nope. We just we nope. just hey. we just throw penalty flags.
That's what we're going to do at our gun range. Yeah. Oh, oh my God. Guns of the 701. So, you'd be, man, we could go on for, for hours and hours. I guess I we, we need more done. time on these shows. But yeah, there we go. Let's get it done, buddy. Yeah, we'll, uh, we'll work on that one for sure. I, I hear uh, there's an opening on Wednesday afternoons. <laughs> hey, you know, call this call this show. You know, if 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 Game and Fish doesn't want to do it anymore, then we got plenty of other people that'll step up to the mic and 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 all that. I mean, uh, those guys were gracious on their way out the door, so I'll give them some respect. But at the same time, it's like, but the topic ain't going away. Sorry, guys. So, uh, guys, of the seven to one. Uh, what time uh, is the KFYR Plus thing with Jay Dillon there? KFYR TV. That's every Monday, 11.30 Mountain Time, uh, 12.30 p.m. Central. That's KFYRplus.com. It's called In the Crosshairs with Clay and J.D. with host Jay Dillon. Okay, now you have to plug me on his show every time, too. And then, uh, Oh, absolutely, did, Todd. Did you get kicked off of YouTube for good, or is that done? No, we're back on, so we haven't had any issues. I guess we was ready to go Wednesday, and it went through with, without any problems. We must be I'm going to throw empty beer cans at you if you don't put me on. All right. Yeah. <laughs> Guns in the 701. Check them out. Thanks, guys. Have a great weekend. Thanks, Todd. Have a good one. Appreciate you. Hey, happy to, happy to be a proud Second Amendment patriot with you guys.